This is a 980 CKNW podcast. Thanks for being with us on this Saturday morning. As you may have heard in the news, construction started in Hawthorne Park in Surrey this uh, past week. There were also protesters, as promised, to try and stop the building of a road through that park. And, uh, well, there was a bit of a stop-start, stop-start. And joining us uh, to bring us up to date on what is happening in that park is Stephen Pettigrew. He is a spokesperson for Save Hawthorne Park. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us again. Oh, good morning to you. Uh, so, what? Okay, any chance you moving your your program a little bit later in the day? I'm really not a morning person. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried so many times, yeah. uh, but uh, <laughs> groggy here. So <laughs> That's all right. Well, thank you for uh, being a morning person with us uh, today. Uh, what is happening at this point uh, with protesters and and in the park? Well, the, um, I'll give you a bit of an update now, but just to let you know, um, actually the. Uh, I'm the campaign coordinator of Hawthorne Park, not just a spokesperson. So, all right, there you go. So, um, your question: what, What's happening with the park right now? I, I'm, I'm, you know, I miss that. So, it, it's. We just repeat that again. Yeah. What? What is? I know we we saw protesters in the park. Uh, the work had started, stopped, started again. Uh, do we know uh, exactly what's happening right now? Oh um, well, I'm actually I live right beside the park, so I'm just looking out the window as we're talking here. And at the moment, um, I've called everybody away from there. So we shouldn't have any people in the park. And it looks like uh, the construction crew has done the same. I don't see any construction workers, and I don't hear anything, which is kind of odd because I would have expected them by now. So right now, everything is, is quiet, and uh, we don't have any uh, plans to go into the park this morning or this afternoon. But probably the, the construction workers will go in there and finish it off. But uh, they've basically finished. No, they've, um, they've gone through, and I would probably guess that 90% of the trees have been felled. So um, they just have a, a bit of mopping up to do. All right, because when they went in or when it started, uh, the idea was it was going to be 450 trees. No, um, no, they've, um, that's uh, one of the big battle, you know, challenges of uh, this whole thing is the the battle for people's perception and you know and you know so something's amiss here, right? You know, so you know we have the city saying that's actually only 200, 250 trees. So we have the city saying 200, 250 trees. We've got people like me saying up to 2,000 trees, you know, so, you know, either one of us is, you know, crazy or, or something, right? But, you know, how can you have such a discrepancy, right? So now... Well, how did you, how did you come up with the number of 2,000 trees? Well, it really comes down to what, you know, you, know, wait, you say a tree, you know, you, ha- you probably have something envisioned in your mind, right? You know, some sort of vertical structure, it's got bark on it, you know, maybe it's above five or six feet or something like that. It's got a single stem, you know, something like that. That's your, your picture of a tree. And when many people think of a tree, that's what they think of. But when the city talks about a tree, they don't talk about that. So they have very specific requirements for trees. So it has to pass, you know, in order for it to be considered a, a tree, it has to actually meet these um, Surrey bylaw for uh, tree removal. And it has to have, uh, I think it's a breast height, it has to have a, a diameter of 30 centimeters. It has to be a tree of importance. So like, a, you know, a, cotton, a cottonwood tree. Well, that's not actually a tree. It's just like a really big stick because the city doesn't consider that a tree, and they only consider trees that are actually have high value, and the tree physically has to be on the actual road itself. So there's those three parameters that has to be met. And this is where the city's getting their number of, you know, 200, 250 trees. And they just modified that in the last day or so to 400 trees. Um, but we're saying that, you know, a tree, as a normal person considering a tree, if you walk into the woods, and I actually called one of the managers on this, him and I were talking there, and he was talking, and he's saying, oh, yeah, you know, all these trees. And I said, whoa, 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 you can't say that. You know, you can't call those trees because 
They're not actually trees. And she kind of laughed at me a bit. <laughs> right, because the city's definition, as you said, it has to the trunk has to exceed thirty centimeters yeah. diameter to be classified or counted yeah. as a tree. Yeah, so that's it. So you know, so if you take the the project within the park, you know, um, a thousand. If I look out there, there's already a thousand trees down. And then, uh, you know, if you count the smaller ones, easily approaching, I think it's like 40, 50. Oh, no, um, I'm groggy again. Yeah, so 1,000, 2,000 would be a very, con- uh, you know, good estimate. Um, again, just city misinformation all, all the way through the line. It's uh, different standards. Uh, you mentioned uh, it's quiet there right now. Uh, the crews, I know, had said they expected the work to be done by today uh, at the very latest. Uh, what happens with your group uh, at this point? Uh, the trees have have come down for the most part. What do you do now? Yeah, well, um, we're in a, pre- in a period of grieving right now, we really are. Um, the city really doesn't realize what this park, you know, and I'm going to say the city, it's not really the city. It's the mayor and the council and only two or three uh, managers, managers and senior managers and a bunch of developers. That's, you know, when I say the city, that's what I'm actually referring to. But they don't really actually realize what this park means. And, you know, we've got several thousand people as part of our organization. And this park is literally, it's like a family member. They, they love this park as if it were a mother or a brother or a sister or a son or a daughter, father. That's how much they actually emotionally are attached to this park. So there's many, many hundreds of people that feel like that someone has come into their home and, and grabbed a family member and taken them out into the street, and they've been shot in cold blood. And this is a feeling that they have right now. So there's an intense feeling of, of grieving. So we're going to give our people a chance to grieve and to suffer the loss of this. And uh, it's very, very emotional and dramatic. And you know, future plans, well, you know, what would you do? What would people do if someone came into the home and killed one of their family members? Right? You know, this is, this is what we have to wrestle with right now. So I think that most people would try to do something, you know, to prevent that from happening again. So this is where we're at right now. So we're going to give people a time to grieve, to work through this. Uh, you know, people, you know, so that's what we're doing right now. And then, um, and then we're going to change gears. So there'll be a major press announcement um, in the next week or so. So uh, you know, we'll keep you posted on that. But we're just going to do some changing gears. But right now, is it just a real time of grieving? Uh, is there any way, do you think, moving on from this, uh, that people will still be able to enjoy the park? Yes, um, the northern half of the park is untouched. The playground area is, uh, and the west side and the playground area are dramatically affected. So when people go to the that, those areas in past, they would have been able to go to the picnic area, and no matter where they looked, they would have seen trees and had peace and quiet. Now we're, when they go to the picnic area, all they're going to hear is cars driving by and have exhaust wafting over them. And then also on 104, those four or five properties that are there, they're going to be developed in the next uh, you know, distant future there into high-density housing. So it's just going to be um, in the picnic area, they'll be looking at a road, and then there'll be a whole series of, of high-density uh, houses looking down. So that's really going to uh, affect that area. And then the west side, that's been sectioned up so the the animals that are living there are now being forced even more out. So there are, you know, so there are parts that are going to be preserved, but there are parts that are dramatically going to be changed for this. And I guess just one more thing's going to throw out here, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. And you know, just an example of putting the cart before the horse. You know, we've been fighting this battle all through the last ten months, the battle for perception. But here's the classic example. So last week I was in the woods, I bumped into the biologist from the consulting firm for the city that's doing the studies. And so I asked him what he's doing. 
And he says, oh, I'm doing a, um, the city just asked me to do a species at risk study. So you know, that was last week. And he, so they're just starting that last week, for looking for species at risk. He took some water samples, and he sent it off to the lab. This week, I bumped into another biologist and asked him what he was doing. And he said, they're finishing off their species at risk study. I asked him, well, did you get your results back from next week? No, no, they're still being in the lab. So the, the consultants, they should have their results from their studies probably back by the end of next week, they should have it done. And then by the end of the following week, they'll create their final report to present it to the city on their recommendations about the park. You know, just, you know, just goes to show you, right? So the city has no intention of doing anything to actually listen to um, biologists or people. They just, by that, you know, the park's already gone, that section. So um, and also met with the Ministry of Environment, talking to the people there. And the city has met the requirements to um, do this, as far as we can tell. But again, they met the minimal requirements, just, you know, just what they barely have to do. They haven't followed any best practices. So this is just a, an example of the city. So, Yeah, very sad. All right. Well, Stephen, uh, we'll leave it there and uh, wait to see what the uh, big announcement is that uh, you uh, alluded to there. And uh, we'll go from there. But thank you so much uh, for for getting uh, up early this morning and joining us. I appreciate it. You have a great day. All right. You too. You've been listening to a 980 CKNW podcast. Listen live at CKNW.com, the Radio Player Canada app. Tune in Amazon Alexa, HD Radio at 101.1 FM HD2 and on the AM dial 980 CKNW.